man's talking shit when I take off my headphones. That's cool. <laughs> That's what's up. What 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 NBA fandom? What NBA uh, team can we can we relate that to? They talk shit when uh you know it's funny. I know it's a basketball podcast, but I'm gonna say this anyway because I really don't care. I saw um, a tweet that reminded me of you, and it was like, um... <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, okay. This guy. No, no, bro, 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 bro. There was a tweet of um, the Cowboys and talking about how they're uh, um, uh, eliminating eliminated. the playoffs. Yeah, eliminating for the season. Like, yeah, I know. Like, being a Cowboys fan is always like being, Cowboys, man. like being a New York Knicks fan. It's just like, we no, know they're eligible. No, it's, it's not the same thing, thing though. I'll I tell you the difference between being a Cowboys fan and a Knicks fan. The Cowboys, like, for the most part, every year, like, you guys are like, yeah, could win the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it ain't like... That's true. Yeah, you know, there's years like, all right, we might, we might tank this year or we might not make the playoffs. Like, the Cowboys yeah. don't suck and that's the beauty of it. Cowboys yeah. fans walking every season, this might be the year, knowing damn well, yeah. you're, you're going to lose by a field going to playoffs yeah. or someone's going to do some dumb shit. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. But yeah, had to address that one first. Had to address that <laughs> one first. Um, I don't know if there's an NBA team that you can kind of compare that to. Um, that's why I said the closest thing I'll probably say that... Uh, that's oh, that is a that is a. I mean, if you if you'd have said this three weeks ago, the, the the jazz maybe I don't know if it would have been like you know. No, no. Eh, I mean, well, historic. Yeah, I mean, historically, like, but it's, uh, it's crazy when you think about it. Like, which is kind of, I know we talked about like the jazz, Donovan Mitchell, and all that stuff like that. They're really tanking. When you really think about it, like, the jazz historically have never really tanked or had a rebuild. Like, they've always been like a. 45 to 50 win team. Like, they're been a, like, consistent organization. They never won a championship or anything, but it's just kind of like, they've been consistent of, like, yo, being a playoff threat. So this is, like, the first time where they're just saying, like, to hell with it. Like, <laughs> we're all in. Like, we're all, we're all, all in. in. We're all in. Well, I, re I respect that because we always talk about, like, being at the, it's nothing worse than being in the middle. So at least they're, like, if we're Nasty not competing word. for a top four seat, we're not going to stay in this, like, play-in situation where we want to take, so. Yeah, I'm not at least they made a decision, but I want to I want to think to myself too. What are some teams you feel like they could um, um, take notes from in years past? Like, have have there been any successful tanks? Maybe Philly and everything that they've kind of gone through and it actually I mean, worked Philly out. Was a, Philly was a long, long like process. Well, I mean, quality tank jobs don't happen I mean, often. A, That's why true, they're called tanks. True. Um, I, mean, I would say the I would say the Boston Celtics. They got Jason Tatum, they got Jalen Brown. Yeah, but you know, was, it was kind of like that, they were still tanking, in the playoff. Though? It was they got a well, they they, they it was robbery. The, <laughs> they just got a bag because of trades. It was, it was robbery. That's different. Um, Dag, some of the greatest trades of all time. Yeah, that's clearly all we have to bounce around due to the fact that we are in September of the NBA season. So it's almost it's almost uh, over. Yeah, 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 it's it's almost over. But we we've been seeing some good uh, international play though. Um, yeah, you see that poster that uh, Rudy had. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> then I saw his ass get cooked on the perimeter, like the, like the uh, NBA playoffs. But 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 no, but, no, but but you know what though? Some of those plays, Rudy was actually playing like fantastic defense, and Luca was just being Luca. So I will give him sure. his respect in that. So, cause, no, because again, when players you know get a little walking on the defensive side, I'll be quick to say. It, but at the same time, yeah. Luca Luca has let's, been let's, acting crazy let's, lately. Let's have this conversation though, like with Giannis Antetokounmpo, like. Giannis is playing phenomenal. Like, there's been people that have been talking about Giannis in this play. Some people giving him credit. Some people not giving him credit. The idea of the best player versus the most dominant. Like, was Shaquille O'Neal ever the best player in the NBA to you? Wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. I get what you're saying. There is a difference mm -hmm. between the being, being the best as well as the uh, most dominant. 
But in this situation, the answer is yes. And both, for, actually. For Shaquille O'Neal. For Shaquille O'Neal and for, Giannis. For, Sha- for Shaquille O'Neal as well as Giannis. Especially right now. Because okay. mm-hmm. like I said, I don't see anyone else that could um, make a legitimate, clear claim. Um, obviously, we have KD. We got, we got Stephen Curry. He can make a claim. My apologies. Um, we got Luca, of course, and a whole bunch of other guys. But I'm going to turn them dominance. I mean, de- definitely with Shaq. Like, I'm not yeah. even going to. Definitely with Shaq. I, I don't Shaq see anyone else around that time that could have. Most dominant and the best player for those three years were the Lakers three-peated. Yeah. Now, I think, you know, to me, it's, no, it's a no-brainer that Giannis is the most dominant. But if mm-hmm. you want to argue best, we could, you know, you could throw Stephen Curry in there, KD, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But Shaq was both. I'm not even, like, there were we'll okay. levels. Because there I don't, I don't, then, then if you want to make the case, who else could have been in the conversation? I, mean, I like, don't know, maybe his teammate? Kobe yeah. Bryant. Like, you can for argue sure, that Shaq sure. was the most the most dominant Kobe probably was the best player or sending to the best player if he wasn't the best player. Like, they kind of had the best one-two one, tandem in the NBA during that time. That's why I asked that question because I look at the Giannis situation and people are starting to bring that up again with, like, the whole, like, all right, the most dominant versus the best player. So I think when people talk about more so the best player, they're talking about completeness offensively because they can't be talking about defensively with Giannis because even though I feel like Giannis – you know, still doesn't really guard help side and his rim protecting is Hall of Fame level, you know? So it's just, I'm guessing that's what they're talking about. Most completeness of like being unstoppable or unguardable or having no flaws offensively. Yeah. That's why he can't be the the best player, but he's the most dominant. Right. So it's an interesting like conversation. Yeah. So I mean like, who is the most dominant player in the NBA? I personally would go with Giannis, but I do agree that the word dominant and best aren't the same thing. Um, but I mean, in this type of context, it's almost like who has been able to stop Giannis recently? And I know Celtics fans are going to make some noise. Yeah. But at the same yeah. time, well, of course, of course. But I mean, yeah. injuries have played a factor, not just with Giannis, but you know, some of his teammates. But as of right now, I'm going to say if I had to choose one player that has been that is the most dominant in the league, it's Giannis. Yeah, I think Giannis is without question this. But also, like, I think Giannis has a legitimate argument because of, like, his play style. Like, he plays a dual forward play style where we only really seen, like, LeBron James really excel and win multiple championships with the do-everything type of role. So Giannis not only does that, he plays it very, very well with the Milwaukee Bucks. We talk about scoring, passing, rebounding, and even defending. So it's just like, well... And he won a championship. So it's just like, if he's playing that role that, and you have him only other than LeBron James has kind of won a, a championship in the modern day game with that. Like some people may say Magic Johnson, but it's just like, if he's playing that role, he's excelled at that. And it's a rare role. Like having so much responsibility offensively and defensively at the same time is very hard to do. And he won a championship. So to me, I think like he has in his left hand, I think he has the, the best player in the world right here, card, and in his right hand, I think he has the most dominant player in the world card, and he has a legit argument for not just being the most dominant, but like both. It may, yeah. it, people may not like it because of like the whole like completeness of like best player offensively standpoint, but it's just like, it's, it's getting kind of hard to really say like, yo, even though me personally, I don't feel like, I probably probably still take Kevin Durant, but it's like, it's getting hard for me to people to keep just like saying like, yo, Giannis can't be the best player in the world. It's just like, well, like, come on now. Like, what are we doing? Especially the type of play style that he plays. Yeah. And it's also, it's like, what more else does he have to do? 
You know, and th- and that's always like the million dollar question. It'd be one thing if he was still starving for a chip or an MVP or if he didn't perform well at the highest level. Like, yeah. there's not many things, especially if we're talking about current. Right? Like, we're not even sitting here talking about legacy or anything like that. And we are talking about right now in today's game, who's at their peak and who, quote unquote, is running the NBA. I don't even think it's it's crazy to say that he's in that conversation. You know, but and also too, I will. I want to give LeBron and you know even more shout out shout out as if yeah. he needs it. But it's the idea of like you mentioned Giannis on the defensive end. But all those games that, you know, LeBron was playing in the finals, at least against the Warriors, during those KD runs, and you look at LeBron's numbers, he was also having to guard Kevin yeah. Durant. Yeah. Like, that in itself for anyone, like, there have literally Never been finals, finals MVPs that have been given to players for guarding LeBron James. Yeah. LeBron James had to, had to guard Kevin Durant as well as produce on the offensive side of the floor. So it's like, well, I don't really know if... It's the exact same thing, but of course, giving giving flowers to well, Giannis. Not, but I not, think, yeah. Like, not, again, not, I'm not saying you were implying that, but no, like, but not just, guard, not not guarding, not completeness. I'm more so talking about like having the offense like responsibility that runs through you yeah. when we talk about like scoring, you know, passing, rebounding, offensive rebounding,s and stuff like that. Like he's the engine. That's what I'm kind of talking about. The dual four role, the do everything type of four. Like we look at like engines. Like LeBron was an engine. Giannis is an engine. Um, LeBron's still an engine. Crazy to think about. Luka Doncic is an engine. Kay Cunningham may have may have the potential to be an engine. Wow. James Harden is was an engine in Houston, even though he's not a really a four. He's a you know a hybrid guard or really a shooting guard. But it's just like having guys that like have success being an engine and winning a championship. Other than like I said, LeBron James, who has done his entire career. And it's done it like nobody has can probably do it in the history of the game. Giannis has done that, even though it's not f- as true as fully, like you were saying, uh, fully done. But it's like it's as close as we're probably going to see in the modern game of winning a championship. I can't think of anybody other than Giannis has done that role, type of role, and won a championship. As great as James Harden's Houston run is, Luka Doncic is still young. He hasn't been to the finals. He hasn't won a championship yet um, in this modern-day game. No, but I, 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 I didn't know if you were done it, but I, I don't know. No, even, I even uh, I'm just thinking about Magic Johnson, though. Even Magic Johnson could be like, some people may say, but that's not because Magic ain't really guard. So it's just like, you can't even, you probably can't even throw Magic in that conversation of this play style that we're talking about. I think Kevin Durant could do it if he had to. And I want to emphasize the that's part true. of if, if he had to. I'm not saying that with those two chips that, you know, he wasn't doing or he wasn't capable. But I mean, I mean, look, you, you're playing with two of the uh, top, all right, with, the other two top five shooters to ever play the game. But my thing is, I think KD, if he were put in a similar situation, let's say with Milwaukee and he had, um, you know, Drew and Chris, maybe he could probably do something similar. I'm um, obviously we'll never know. Hopefully, you know, Kevin and, and well, we the got, Nets we got can a run back of it. in a great way. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. We got That's a glimpse of it. James Harden was out. But I don't, I don't think, I don't think Kevin Durant, he could do it for a few games, maybe a series if he has to, but like the, for the duration of his the entire like regular season and the playoffs, I don't see that because it's I feel like what Jan, the reason why Giannis, Luca, and like LeBron can do it so well is because like their game is more all around when we talk about like, you know, what is their best attribute? Like LeBron, you can say his scoring is his best attribute. You probably can tell them they're saying it's passing. Similar to like Luca Doncic as well. We know what Kevin Durant's best attribute is. We want Kevin Durant scoring the ball. So if he's having a more responsibility of like, damn, he got to get other guys involved. You know, he got to rebound. He got to get offensive rebounds. Like he got to facilitate the offense. He got to get this guy open. 
Like that's like not what Kevin Durant, you know, does best and what the, what we want Kevin Durant to do. We want Kevin Durant to go out and just pure scoring. Well, of course. Put the ball in the hoop and stuff like right. that. And that's why I said, like, if he has to, I would never, yeah. like, you know, I don't think the Nets should go back to what they did, you know what I'm saying, to close out the season, have him run the one. But it's, I feel like, you know, and also, too, it all depends on who, like, the guys, I don't like to use the word sidekick, but the number two option on the team is, right? So yeah. as great as LeBron is, he still played with Kai, right? As great as Giannis is, he still played with an all-star. But he was getting Chris to Middleton. the finals without, without those guys. So well, yeah, but I'm saying. saying, like, getting over the hump, you still eventually... Yeah. you know, are going to need someone. Even even Mike, right? A lot of those, you know, for games that uh that they played and Scotty was doing a lot of that facilitating. Yeah. And so I think it all depends too on like, yeah, exactly. So it all depends too on who else is on the roster. But I mean, that's with anyone. I think the same thing is going to happen with Luca. If Luca goes out and wins the chip without having another like true yeah. all-star the way these other guys have, and we well. can, you know, another that's conversation an, has to happen. That's another reason why I don't understand why people were talking about, excuse me, like people get caught up in like when they were talking about like Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum had the most like assists and turnovers in the play, postseason. I'm like, well, Jason Tatum was playing that role we were, were talking about. That's not what we want Jason Tatum doing. So it's just like, could he do it? Yes, he did it really well. But of course, like it was going to be turnovers, going to be things that like, yo, has happened with him trying to play that role because that, that's not the role you necessarily want him to be playing. Similar to Kevin Durant. I think the, the only thing that was unfortunate with Jason was the timing of it. For all that to kind of happen in the finals. It's like, okay, that's obviously where people judge you the most. And again, it goes back to the, if we're getting ready to say you're one of the best players in the game, top 10, 15, whatever, and then we see a finals performance like that, then it's like, okay, question marks, can raise. Not me, I'm still on the Jason Tatum um, bandwagon, but like it's, you know, it, 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 I'm, not, I'm not lost at the fact that some people would ask questions. Right. And again, yeah, like, right. like to, your, to your point, too, like if that's if that's not his role, especially if he hasn't been playing it all season but, uh, in what world do you think he's going to excel at that in the NBA finals? Right. Yeah. So it, it is yeah. a slippery slope kind of thing. But at the same time, you're judged by wins and losses. Right. Yeah. You're, I mean, I'm just saying it's just like people don't really understand play style and team situations. Of course. Of like, course. They look at like, oh, this this team doesn't have a guard, a point guard, a true point guard. And then they sit up and talk about, well, Jason Tatum is filling in that role. He's doing something he's not accustomed to doing. That's why it was also even so like questionable when we were talking about watching the Brooklyn Nets versus the Boston Celtics series because they had Kyrie Irving, the most skilled, you know, probably point guard that ever played a game, and Kevin Durant was bringing the ball to court, and we were just like, "What the?" You know, what I'm saying it's just like, like we look like, "What the hell is going on?" So you know, the good thing is though, they'll have Ben Simmons back this year. I think, yeah, we could talk about that too. What's your expectations for Ben Simmons heading into this season? I think he'll make the lives of Kevin Durant and. Kyrie Irving a lot easier because Kyrie is still a, a, a guard that can put the ball in the hoop. I know we label him quote unquote yeah. point guard, but I think you can make the case that Ben Simmons is more of a point guard than Kyrie, to be yeah. honest. I mean, just this in terms from a facilitating standpoint. Facilitating and I personally, na natural feel for yeah, I'm saying from stuff like for, that. for what I want from that team, I would prefer, you know, I mean, we saw it too when James was there, you know, Kyrie playing a little bit more off ball and definitely allowing Ben Simmons to kind of run the yeah. show, if you will. Not necessarily saying, get the ball out of Kyrie's hands, definitely not. But, you know, it wouldn't hurt to see Ben at the one surrounding himself with shooters. Like we mentioned before, yeah. um, that lineup of Kyrie, KD, Ben, Joe, um, and someone else. There, it's the my mind. But this idea, you have yeah. Ben at the top, you surround him with shooters, and you get to go. Um, yeah. I mean, he could be the difference maker for them to at least, at least get I to the second round. Be, I mean, yeah, I think, it, I think he's going to be great. I mean, we, we need to get Ben on the podcast because like, I think people have, kinda, people have kind of forgotten about like 
how great Ben Simmons is, especially his defensive capability. Yeah. And then he's getting situations, like you said, you surround him with shooters and stuff like that. And then even like the fact that he's with a bunch of guys that can like spread the floor and shoot and score, that may make him more confident to shoot the ball more too as well. Cause it's just like, well, what the, you know, what the heck? Like, everybody doing, <laughs> I might as well do it as yeah, well. Yeah, so yeah, no, no, like, no, 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 the attention is never going to be on like Ben Simmons when we talk about scoring the ball or him even being the second best player. Like he can just really do what he's great at doing and excel at what he's great at doing and then let his game come to himself and have more confidence to shoot the ball. So that's what I mean by that. I mean, no, I hear you. I mean, I, the only reason why I said no is because this is a situation where I feel like he won't have to. Me. Just because he's like, going to have to doesn't mean that he, he won't feel the build confidence in order to do it. I don't think Ben Simmons can't shoot, honestly. Like, I think it was more so like, yo, having this expectation and pressure of like letting him, people trying to force him to be something that he's not, it's kind of like, you know, that can be a, if somebody's trying to force you to do something that you know that you're not comfortable in doing, but it's just like, in Philly, you're the second best player, clearly like, yo, like, we're a championship caliber team, and of course, the Brooklyn Nets are still gonna have those expectations, but nobody is gonna be looking at Ben Simmons to be a scorer. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna be looking at Kyrie well, Irving and Kevin Durant to do that. So right. that's gonna allow him to 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 play his game. And if he is open, fifteen to whatever feet, if he wants to take the shot, I mean, I'm sure he's gonna let it fly this year. I wouldn't be so. I really wouldn't be. I really wouldn't be shocked this year. Yeah, I I, I think what it all comes down to with Ben is just a confidence thing, because me personally, like, I'm not a fan of the Nets or the Sixers, but like. If it was someone on the Lakers, like I could accept, you know, it, not perfect example, the Lonzo situation, right? When 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 Lonzo first came to the league, everyone was talking about you know his jump shot, can't shoot this and that. And not only did he work on it, but I think the confidence built up in order for him to take those shots during the game. But when you're watching and seeing like guys like Ben being at the top of the key and dudes literally being in the paint, that's not just a uh uh oh he can't shoot kind of thing. That's just like he won't shoot. And there's a difference because even with Rondo. Right, even with Rondo during dating back to his years with the Celtics, yes, you know his shooting may have been the strongest, but at least there was some sort of confidence where at least, all right, you had to at least be at least arm's length. So at least if Ben, I feel like, develops the confidence to give those other guys some type of space, they're going to be all right. No one is asking Ben to shoot forty behind a three, but at least make defenders well, think. At this point, well, it's that, just like, oh yeah, he. Well, like I said, if you look at that roster, it's just kind of like. You know, I don't feel like that roster was a great enough roster for him to build his confidence. I feel like this roster isn't a great enough roster for him to build that confidence because he's going to have so many guys that can shoot and it's going to be like no pressure for him to actually be a legit score. Like he was a number two option with the Philadelphia Sixers. Like he had to score. And it's just like, that's just what it is. And this is, and if we keep looking at some of these Philly teams, Philly was never built around Ben Simmons. So it's just kind of like, as, as much as people love to say about like, oh, they were clogging the paint. It's just like, well, those teams weren't really, they had Joel Embiid in the paint as well. That's not a really a, a great like formula for what Ben Simmons does, tacking to the rim and stuff like that. Sometimes you got to get layups. Sometimes you got to get dunks. Sometimes you got to you know, get a rhythm before you can even want to shoot the basketball. Not everybody's going to be like a Kevin Durant or Kyrie to say like, yo, 
it don't matter if I'm open for three, open in the mid-range, like I'm a scorer, like I can shoot the ball. Sometimes you need to see the ball in the hoop first with easy shots in order for your game to open up or you to have more confidence when the game continues to flow. I agree with that. Not everyone is going to be a Kevin Durant, a Giannis, or LeBron where it's like, okay, you put them in any system, they're going to thrive regardless. But here's why I can't let you or Ben Simmons off the hook. Then day, Ben Simmons is a former number one overall pick. Then day, Ben Simmons did have that nasty-ass contract. And you mentioned before the idea of when Rudy gets his contract, we got to hold him to his contract. We got to do the same thing with Ben. Even though, for I'm, I'm so serious. The no, fact that matters, the we can't sit here and give you a nasty-ass contract and then say, well, well, the team isn't built wrong. You don't get the best of both worlds. Like, no, it's, it's, it's not, either you're it that is, guy is, and we're going to pay no, you or... Because, because, because Rudy Gobert was never, never came into a situation where, like, it was really like you're going to build around, you can build around Rudy Gobert. You can't build around Rudy Gobert. So it's not, it's a different situation. You can build around Ben Simmons. Like he never had the opportunity because of Joe and B. They constantly was making moves and deals, building around Joe and B. They never built around Ben Simmons. So it's just like, I can't really say that. I understand the number one overall pick aspect and, and that contract that he got. But to be honest, he kind of earned that contract. He was a two-time All-Star. Absolutely, absolutely. And he's the best, and he's the best primitive defender, probably... One of the rare guys can guard one through five on the basketball court. And to me, healthy, he's probably still the best damn defender in the NBA. So it's just kind of like, I can't sit up and say it's the same thing with Rudy Gobert being your number two option, you know, and Ben Simmons being your number two option. Because I've seen Ben Simmons produce and have some shiny moments. Like I've seen him not produce and not have some shiny moments, but his shiny moments has been way better than Rudy Gobert as a number two option with a massive contract compared to Rudy Gobert. So I, we got to pump the brakes. We can't be no, I, comparing I'm not, Ben Simmons I'm not, to Rudy Well, Gobert. I mean, you know, you know based damn on, well. Based on, I would, just because of contract, I'm not I'm, I'm saying, not you you that. know for a fact, I'm not serious saying that a team could be built around Rudy Gobert to win a championship. My thing is, if that contract is going to be given to, like, if, there, if we are going to sit here and say that, like, what, there's 15, 20 players, whatever, that deserve a super max contract, and Ben Simmons is one of them, there should not be a, we're going to give you this contract, but we're expecting to do this around you. Now, again, it would help if Ben had the team built around him. I'm not saying it, it shouldn't, but like I, 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 there's confusion on my end as to why we would sit here and be like, okay. It's no, you know, it's, 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 confu- no it's the same. That, that, that analogy is the same confusion why some of the Los Angeles Lakers fans were sitting up saying that Kyle Kuzma was better than Brandon Ingram. Because it was clearly that when they had that young core, like, and then LeBron came, that Brandon That's, Ingram, Brandon Ingram, like, people was talking about, like, well, Kyle Kuzma's better than Brandon Ingram. You want to keep Kyle Kuzma or Brandon? I'm like, what the hell are people talking about? Because it's just like, as soon as Brandon Ingram got to a situation, like I always say, team situations matter, where he kind of got to, like, run the show and be comfortable, we see what Brandon Ingram is compared to Kyle Kuzma. So that's the same thing we can sit up and say about Ben Simmons. Yes, he was the number one overall pick. Yes, he was with Joe and B. But we did not see a situation where a team situation that was actually, you know, benefiting his overall game. We're going to see that now in Brooklyn because he's going to have shooters. So that's why I'm saying his confidence may increase. It may not. So you could be right. But I'm just saying, like, team situations do matter. We can't just pretend like that doesn't matter at all. It, it does. But at the same time, let's not make it seem like Ben Simmons had his, hasn't played with any type of shooters before. Philly, Philly. Philly at the end of the day, cool. if you have, Philly has, has had some shooters, bro. Franklin, Franklin, what's his name? 
someone a K. Oh, oh, you're like, talking about uh, Kirk Moss. I mean, they've had Kirk, JJ. Kirk they've Kirk had Moss. Tobias. They've had they've had some guys, bro. Let's again and JJ and even. Even oh. even in addition to that, see, and that's Tobias my point, though. Shooter. So okay, Tobias so is not okay, a shooter. he's calling so, up the floor too. Okay, like, so that's my point, though. If we got to sit here and name everything that Ben Simmons needs, so it's like if you need, if you're gonna take up mad cap space, and again, for the record, I want Ben Simmons to shine. To make that very clear, but if you're gonna sit here and take up mad cap space. You mean to tell me we need to get you this, 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 this? Well, damn! What, but they're not, they, we, they, they, they did do that because they was building around Joe and B. He was he wasn't he wasn't the priority. They well, was building around Joe and B. What Joe and B needed, not what Ben Simmons needed. What would and you have done? About, what would you have done about Fury Philly? It's, it was a hard situation because they were good enough to win potentially a championship together. <laughs> but at the same time, we all knew that the split was going to have. It was inevitable, inevitable. Okay. So they, we knew that we knew the split had to happen. What would what would you have done if you were Philly? What it depends on it depends on what direction you're gonna go in because like if the Sixers don't win a championship with James Harden and Joe Embiid and his injury history, and then don't let Ben Simmons go out and, and thrive in this new situation with the Brooklyn Nets, you damn right it's gonna be some people thinking like, well, damn maybe the Ben Simmons and shooters formula could have been something similar to Giannis Antetokounmpo. Like damn now. First of all, that you never, hell, you, never, you never know. Hell to the no, because ain't no one in Milwaukee named Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving. So that's not the same thing. I'm not going to let people get off the hook with the whole. Now, again, saying Ben Simmons should play with shooters, that's one thing. Cool. That's we could test out that formula. But playing with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are not the same thing. Those aren't your average Kyle Corvers. Those are guys that are going to make your. I'm saying not. though, it's not and so so if if Ben Simmons goes out there and thrives with Brooklyn, it won't just be because he's with shooters. Something tells me he the fact that he'll be playing with other guys that can give you 40 will That's probably true. help his but, case. But it also but it also can be a it also can be a lineup when those two guys aren't on the court together. Those three guys aren't then, on the court okay. together. Ben Simmons is probably probably gonna shine. Because you can play okay. Ben Simmons without Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant right now with this amount of shooters. Okay, Pat, right. Patty Here Mills, Seth Curry, Joe Harris. You can That's play him. That's you, who you, was. Seth you, can, you, you, can, you can play Ben Simmons without those guys, and they may shine. Because that's, the only, that's what Ben Simmons needed. That's why I was always saying for potentially, Ben Simmons has never had a team around him. And we don't know how great he can be because he's never had the potential. He has the potential, but he's never had the team where it's just like, yo, we're building around you and your strengths. He's never had a Giannis Antetokounmpo situation. That's all I used to say. And that's why people used to get mad, but that's just the truth. Now he has Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving where it's just like, well, he's about to be the third option. And he has a whole bunch of shooters who can get, you know, 30 and 40 and stuff like that. So we still may not even see what I'm saying, but it's just like, I feel like he's going to be better because he has shooters. Okay. His game. Needed. What, what, what NBA player, past or present, do you think best um, is close to Ben Simmons? Past or present? Scotty uh, Pippen, who was another guy that would have been really, really good in this era. But do he was the number two option. Do you think that Scotty Pippen would have thrived with Joel Embiid? No, I do not. You don't think so? No, I do not. Wow. I don't think so because it's it's, a, it's not a favorable. <laughs> it's not it's not a favor. It's not a favorable. It's not a favorable. Um, it's not a favorable system. Scotty Pippen, Tobias Harris, Joe Embiid is not of it. Yeah. Thrive in it like, oh, be a playoff caliber, maybe championship caliber team. Yeah, begin to probably making it to Eastern Conference Finals and making it to the finals. No, hell no, I don't. Because it's, it's the same thing with Scottie Pippen. That's, what Scottie Pippen do without Michael Jordan? 22 oh, do points that, per game, eight, eight rebounds, six assists, 
three steals, one block per game. And people was talking about, damn, like, oh, shit. Like, Scotty could have a team built around him. It's just like we saw him without Michael Jordan. People was like, oh, yeah, Scotty is, is really, yeah, he's a top five player in the 90s. Like, yeah, so I, when I, you have it, a, a situation where you become the guy, you have things that's lined up, like, oh, benefit of your strengths, most time you succeed. You just proved, okay, well, you proved your point as well as my point in the same. So Scotty thrived without Michael, right? He didn't win yeah. a championship, but he still thrived. So, yeah. so the, the unfortunate part here, even dating back to your Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma situation, we haven't seen Ben in the light of being surrounded by shooters. So it's tough to have this debate because we haven't really seen it yet. Even with the Brandon Ingram versus Kyle Kuzma thing, which I want to address, by the way. During that time, I know everyone's going to sit here and say that, oh, you know, when B.I. left and got his own team, he went crazy. During that time, bro, when they were what on time? the same team, when, when B.I. and Kuz were on the same team? No, it wasn't. Kuz, bro. No, okay, it wasn't. Well, no, it wasn't. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. No, it wasn't. I, 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 I know what you mean. You got to say it. No, I, it wasn't. I didn't, I didn't say it a was word. No, it, was no say day, word. it was no day ever where Kyle Kuz was a better basketball player than Brandon. I did not if say a word. It, it was no day I, I, ever. I didn't say you a word. You Lakers fans got delusional because Kyle Kuz was putting up them damn empty stats on that whack-ass Lakers team, and people were losing their mind. And Brandon and Ingram was right next to him. What are you talking about? They both were tossing up empty stats. Bro. They teammates. It was a lot of like young guys where they were out there fighting like, yo, I'm just shooting. I'm scoring because they're trying to prove something. But from a talent perspective, if you watch the game, everybody knew Brandon Ingram had the ability to be a star. Everybody, if I was watching it, I knew Kyle Kuzma was never going to be a star. He was never going to be a star. He was a third option maybe on a playoff caliber team. And then we even saw that when LeBron James and Anthony Davis came, he wasn't even that. So that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, no, I'm not going to succeed. I mean, up look, 40 points. Look, and, and this hindsight, and that. hindsight no. is always 2020. Even say this now. Y'all was saying, y'all was saying Kyle Kuz was better than Lonzo Ball too. I remember a lot of those conversations with the Lakers. Well, it that is something that's that's not the same crazy. thing as Brandon Ingram as of right now. But but my point is, during those times, it wouldn't be crazy to say that. It, like it, it was to it, me. It, it, it wasn't like off the wall. It Again, was to me. It's it was easy off to the say wall. that now because of no, what Bi like, has done. I got tweets to back it up. And you know what's funny too? That does, just because I'm saying like it, it could have been a conversation doesn't mean that, you know, I felt like, okay, one of them, like if they both had their own team, they both would have done the same amount of damage. Even that isn't the same question. But I think during during that season, bro, during the amount of games they played, it 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 wasn't a gap that people were trying to make something like, oh shit. What, the, yeah, Kuz was, is right was, there, bro. Let me tell you, Kuz is right there. No, no it wasn't. No, it <laughs> and, wasn't. And, and then it was it was a time, it was a reason why that the New York Capella was like, oh, keep Kuzma. We we want Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram for a reason. <laughs> oh no, we don't. Come on, keep and, Kyle. and again, we and want again. Brandon Ingram and, and Lonzo Ball for a reason. Everybody knew, bro. See, like, but see, everybody okay, knew. There's, there's everybody a difference. Knew. There's a difference. If we're saying talking about who's better right now or during that one season during, or whatever, during, during versus that time, prospect, it was, it was still Brandon Ingram. It was still Brandon Ingram. It was. Hey, still like I said, I'm not Ingram. mad at it. it. It's still Bi. So I'm not like saying. Yeah, I'm no, just saying, it was still. It was still Brandon Ingram. It was. It's always been Brandon Ingram. <laughs> it's always been Brandon Ingram. Always. Kyle Kuzma was came in, and people don't understand this because Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball came into a situation where they wasn't as seizing talk about for like playing the game at a high level the same way Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma was, I think, was he a senior? Did he, did he get drafted? That, that, that's what I'm saying. So, that was another so thing that, too. That, he was that older. He was, he was older. older. So he came in and it was just like, oh, he was doing more things and stuff like that. But his... The same Kyle Kuzma that we saw with the Los Angeles Lakers right now, that during those years, we've seen the same Kyle Kuzma with the Washington Wizards. Like, he hasn't done nothing to, like, really, like, 
say, oh, improve. It's like it's just like, oh, that's Kyle Kuzma. A great starter on a poor team and probably a role player on a playoff team. That's what Kyle Kuzma was. And yeah, I don't think you watch Brandon Ingram. I used to watch Brandon Ingram. It used to be like, yo, like people really saying that, that Kyle Kuzma better than Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram was 18, 19 years old. Like he could do everything on the basketball court. Because he and they was talking about because he couldn't, he wasn't shooting the three at a high level. That's when people get caught up in the rose percentages. Even when you say your Lonzo Ball, like Lonzo Ball was like his shooting. Lonzo Ball could always shoot. Like, yes, did his did his did his, you know, overall shot need tweaking, but he could he always could shoot. He shot 38% in college. Like you don't shoot 38% in college and you can't shoot the basketball. Yeah, he needed to prove his like overall, you know arc on his shot and stuff like that and his, his overall jump shot pulled that in but he could always shoot man like uh, hey. dark times in, in LA during those times it wasn't, it wasn't dark at all because the expectations weren't high you knew we watching games you knew what the hell was going on no, youth I'm just movement talking about, I'm, yeah youth it, movement I'm just talking it, about who was who was like people were ranking those were dark times those were dark times in my opinion so you bring alright so you mentioned Brandon Ingram I have a cap no cap um, cap or no cap Brennan Ingram will finish his career with at least one ring <laughs> I mean I would say probably no cap He's, he, I think the North Pokers have a chance especially Zion Williamson and um, Brennan Ingram stay together and CeeDee McCullough who knows I think they're going to be as high wow. as the top four, four or five seed this year who knows wow I never thought you'd say that not to the Brennan Ingram having a ring getting a ring thing but just the idea of like you start off by saying the Pelicans have a chance Wow! Yeah. All right, two two years, yeah. two years, and it's. Let me tell you something. They got. A, I'll tell you this. They got a better chance of winning a championship in the next three years than the Memphis Grizzlies. I'll tell you that. Wow! Let's talk about it. I'll wow. tell you that. Who has a higher chance of winning a championship in the next three years, the Grizzlies or the Pelicans? If you had to choose one, the Pelicans, easy. Without a doubt in my mind. Without you would go with the Pelicans. Why, why, why the Pelicans? The only, the, only, the only hesitation in that argument is, is Zion Williamson's health. Other than that, no doubt in my mind, they'll probably win a championship in the next three years over the Memphis Grizzlies. Because they got players. I know people get caught up in like, oh, like team chemistry and stuff like that. And like having a team that's great in the regular season. But let me say, that shit tends to fade out when the playoffs come. We saw the same shit happen with the Utah Jazz. I look at the, I look at the, I look at the Pelicans. They got players. I look at the Memphis Grizzlies, they have a player, the one. And a bunch of guys are just like, you know, starters. They got players. <laughs> they got but, players. They got players. CJ, player. Brandon Eagle, player. Zion Wilson, player. And they got starters to fill that shit out. Like, it's, come on now. I, I, I think, though, the Pelicans just have to figure it out. That, that's, so that's my all only. They have to do. That's what I'm saying. It's not a concern of mine. I just think that they, some on their checklist. Because you're right, they do. You 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 know, taking one play at a time on paper is there. That's what they. That's I I like and I, I like Memphis Grizzlies a lot. But I was <laughs> like I told people. No no last no, year, no no don't like rip the bandit off. They'll no, say, no, no, they're they're I good do. guys. They're good I like guys. Them a lot. They're good, I like they're them good a lot. people. I like their grit. I like their energy. I like what they bring to the NBA. Um, they're bringing an element to the NBA. Yeah, you know, Ja especially that's similar to like. You know, just like that, that Allen Ives and that, that Michael Vick. Like, this is who I am. Like, I don't even give a damn if you like it or you don't like it. I'm going to be me. But your second best player can't be Desmond Bain. Simple as that. 
not going to win a championship with Devin Bain. Great, great three and D guy. Probably be your third best player on a championship caliber team, maybe. But you're not going to be win a championship with him being your second best player. Jai's going to need some help eventually. So that's how shots fired. Shots fired. According to you, the good guy Kevin Durant. You to you to trade the whole damn. I would trade the whole damn package, <laughs> whatever they wanted. Shit. They wanted the email. mascot. If they wanted the mascot, I would have shipped his ass too. It's <laughs> Kevin Durant. Send him an email. Hey guys, uh, anyone on our team want? that doesn't have the last name Morant, you want? Yeah. You know, you this guy you, said you, you, you saw what the Lakers. You saw what the Lakers did. But for AD, a- AD, they shipped that shit. They won a championship. But I, I, but that is a little different though because they had LeBron James on the roster, but. It's I, a little different, I say of that, yeah, because I mean, yeah. you can make the case right now that Memphis is in a great position for the next decade. You know, if they if they stay together and stuff like that, you trade for KD, maybe it's for three, four years. But either way, I get it. I get it. I mean, Memphis. More, they, they're, it's crazy you say that because, like, uh, we gonna get out of here. I'm more confident of like because, like, we talk about style of play. I feel like John Moran, as great as he is, his style of play is gonna be harder to win a championship with a team like that compared to like a Luka Doncic. We can even ask that question. Who's more likely to win a championship in the next three years? And I hate the Memphis Grizzlies. I hate the Dallas Mavericks roster. <laughs> the Dallas Mavericks roster. Like, I thought that was like the, you know, they went to the finals. It was like crazy. Like the Western Conference finals, I was like, that's probably not happening. Um, but like, if you just keep the rosters the same, Luka Doncic's probably play style and his ability to like do more than John Morant he probably even have a higher chance of winning the championship over the next three years than Ja. And Ja has a better team. Yeah, but I, I think the direction that Luka is heading, and the, I think Mark Cuban is going to do everything in his power to add another superstar pretty soon. I don't know. Like we, we, we can sit here and say, oh, hell, Luka, Luka, you know, magician, know. All, that, all that shit. But I don't know. You got you to want a superstar. Your star player got to want to play with a superstar. You open so up a box. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's a conversation people don't like. Yeah, yeah, you're opening up a box. Yeah, but it's it's that it's you know people yeah. say James Harden 2.0 for a reason. Like, well, maybe James and Luca should have a conversation. Huh? You know, James be his. I don't think Luca needs a mentor at least in on the court. But just you know, like, hey man, yeah. all that you know, them triple doubles and all the stats and shit, they're cool. The MVPs no, you're it. probably gonna get. It's, it's important. fun. It's important. But you got to get some jewelry. You know, you don't want to have no naked fingers out here, man. It's, you gotta, it's, it's important. He, Luke it's has not to, worth it. These guys got time. But but that's what I'm saying, though, with the whole James Harden example. And who knows? Maybe James yeah. Harden returns an MVP for him. But at the same time, the 60-point strip dubs, everything he did in Houston, all that, it's still... It matters. No ring. And no yeah, ring, that, so... That shit don't um, matter as, as much as people think. What, the, a ring? Not when you... Or... Being a, being a legend and not having a ring... Oh yeah, we know him. It's like it don't. We it don't, know. We know as much as, as long as you can like get buckets, say. it doesn't matter. But not it's not much uh, people think. He's like James Harden is going to go down as solidified as one of the, the best players of all all time. Yes, it would help if he had a ring. Yes, it would help Allen Iverson if he got a ring. Just like it may have helped Reggie Miller if he had a ring, or Charles Barkley if he had a ring. Do but not it's play. Kind of like, that's it's certain. Do it's, not, it's, it's not the certain, same thing. <laughs> it's certain players where like their greatness is going to shine forever, no matter if they didn't win a ring or not. That's James Harden. That's Allen Iverson. That's Russell Westbrook. It's like not everybody's been blessed with, you know, great team situations like number 30 in the damn bay. Or like who, who else has been blessed with a great team situation I can think of? Like Michael Jordan, blessed with a great team what situation. What the hell? Like, it's like, it's like. Of damn, all the like names you, you think of, you say Michael damn Jordan? Yeah, after 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 they finally figure shit out, 
Michael Jordan could have literally went to any team in the history of the National Basketball Association and they would have won championships. Literally any team. He he wouldn't have won six. It helped that he was on the best damn team. Well, you just named like 10 guys that haven't won anything. I'm just saying, but it, it, and I said that because of team situations. I'm not talking about something that's not real. I'm talking about shit that plays a part. Some people are blessed in great situations. Some people aren't. Like LeBron well, James wasn't blessed with a great situation. That's why when people talk about the whole conversation between him and Michael Jordan, he was not blessed with a great team situation. The, the, and even Michael Jordan, like the Bulls were sorry, but they were able to get a great GM and they start a, a great... One of the greatest, if not the greatest, coach of all time. And they start having a lot of tools to help him succeed. And then once they put everything together, then Michael Jordan, his greatness was like, all right, it's my time. So those are team situations matter, man. I don't people get well, I agree. I, shit. Like, see, I wasn't even saying that shit matter, man. I wasn't even saying that from a legacy standpoint, like, oh, if James Harden had a ring, he'd be top three soon. That's not what I meant. I just meant like as you look over the course of your career. The stats are there, the accolades are there, you got the money, you got the success, all that. And people can sit here and say, like, you know, who cares? I had a great career. That's bullshit. At some yeah. point, you do think yeah. about, well, damn, I wish I could have at least had at least one. Yeah. And that's and like then, that's that's fine. And then you get and then you get a championship or you win two, and then you win two finals MVP, and then people, you got clowns talking about, oh, that didn't count. Because he, he oh. went to the Warriors. Oh, oh that ain't but see, but see, but see, but see, no, 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 no. He wasn't a bus driver. That, 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 that's what the hell not do you what mean? I mean. Like, Kevin Durant's not a bus driver. He won two rings. Like, that's what I'm saying. So, don't, it's always going to be narratives. That's what I'm saying. It's always going to be conversations about this and that. So, it doesn't really, how much see, does it really matter? See, and again, though, you're talking about narratives and, and going back to legacy. I'm not. I don't, if, if Kevin Durant could literally sit here and say, like, yo, I don't give two shits what people think about me. I got my rings. And the, in the case of James Harden, he can't say that. So whether he cares or doesn't care about what people say about him, the fact of the matter is he doesn't have a ring. That was my point. So maybe, and again, I'm not saying he will think like this, but maybe if he thought to himself, all right, man, maybe I should have requested a trade earlier in my career. Maybe I should have asked other guys to join me. That's went, my point. He, he went up against the Warriors and he didn't win a ring. I mean, damn. Hey. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna I I I watch basketball Either. I know basketball like he's not gonna sit up and I don't think if he never wins a ring it's just like damn he's gonna feel like yo my legacy isn't you know complete or my legacy isn't fulfilled just like Russell once Russell, Russell really be saying shit like yo like you know a, a win a ring is a bonus but it's just like. Russ, when we look, when it's all said and done, when we're gonna look back at Russell Westbrook, people are gonna be look back and the generation's gonna come and be like, damn. Russell Westbrook is, is like really one of the greatest basketball players of all time. He's going to have that aura. The same way we talk about Allen Iverson, even if Russ never wins a ring, of course. I guarantee people in the next generations to come, people are going to talk about the same way about Russell Westbrook. So, Absolutely. I mean, you already know. That's, that's, that's my guy. When we, talk, I mean, when, we, when we talk about Allen Iverson, I, don't, I never really hear people say that Allen Iverson don't have a ring. And it's always about his greatness, his impact, his culture, what he did for the game of basketball. I'd I, I hardly ever hear about people say like, oh, I obviously don't have a ring. Same with some of these other guys. That's all I'm saying. Not with you, but hopefully some of the players you named hopefully can get a ring. <laughs> feel me? When it's all said and done. Because things too, they still have a shot, yeah. right? Like Just, you know. Russ all bias aside, James Harden all bias aside, they still have a shot before, you know, time's up. Hopefully they get one. Um, but yeah, y'all, before we slide, make sure you subscribe to No Pump Fakes on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, as well as Spotify, all right? Make sure you subscribe to No Pump Fakes on YouTube, 
Apple Podcasts, as well as Spotify. All right. And just like that, y'all, we gone. Peace.